Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm really humbled and grateful to have time with you on a day when we get to remember and honor the life of Dr. King and the inspiring work he championed for racial reconciliation. And we have got a great show in store for you. But before we get to that, did you hear the news I got to share last week? We announced some of the special guests for the upcoming That Sounds Fun tour. We announced most of them in this lineup, y'all. I could not be more excited to see y'all and to get to have live podcast conversations with these incredible guests in the room with you. You can get your tickets and find out all the details at AnnieFDowns.com events. And that link is in the show notes below if you need it whenever you are not driving or when you hop off your treadmill. And before we dive into this conversation, I want to take a moment and share about one of our incredible partners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. A lot of people think it's fine to wait until things have gotten seriously tough before connecting with a therapist or that admitting you need to help means there's something wrong with you, and that's simply not the case. Counseling is incredibly helpful for preventing things from becoming unbearable and for maintaining our mental health, even when things feel more steady. That's what I found in my ongoing relationship with my therapist. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and that sounds fun, friends. Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, I get to talk with Shayna Berkeley. Okay, my friend and one of your favorites too, Ellie Holcomb, introduced Shayna and I a couple weeks ago, and I knew right away she was someone that y'all would all want to be friends with too. She's a fellow Atlanta native who's now here in Nashville. She's the executive director of Corner to Corner, which is an amazing organization that empowers their neighbors to pursue their entrepreneurial dreams. You'll hear more about what they do in this conversation with Shayna. As if that doesn't keep her busy enough, she also owns The Fashion 
fashion chase. Yes, the fashion chase, which teaches women how to express their creativity in a corporate world through fashion and style. Shayna is passionate and fun and brilliant. I cannot wait for you to get to know her. So here's my conversation with Shayna Berkeley. Shayna, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Oh, so this is, is going to be the best podcast they hear all year. That is right. We're starting them off t- yes. early in January. Early and strong, That's baby. Right. That's how we do That's it. That's right. Here's what I know. The world doesn't know. You and I just became friends last month. And I was like, yeah. I've got to have her on the podcast. I need everyone oh, to know you. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Your your reputation precedes you. I have a friend who is also a, a former staff member. She ended up moving to Texas named Yasmin Williams was. And she is a motivational speaker and a graduate of the academy and so when she saw our picture she texted me it was like oh my gosh I love Annie and I was like you know what I love her too so now we have more things in common that's right so I'm excited to be here but even more just excited to get to know you and, know. and chat with you me so too. let's talk about our mutual friend who introduced us Ellie Holcomb yes Ellie isn't she the best isn't she the best <laughs> I feel like everybody says this oh it's, she's, she's amazing she's like a a sprite or an angel, or a, like, <laughs> she's ethereal. She's just not a person. Yeah. She's not a person. She's better than she, human. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you can tell when God has really favored and just given himself, parts of himself to somebody fully. And yeah. I think that she definitely just, you know, she sweats love and grace yes. and joy and all of these things that God wants us to have and also questions and lament. And sometimes you get, you know, people who are either all bubbly and, and you're like, but do you see what's going on in the world? Or people who are really downtrodden and can't see the beauty in the small things. And I think she's one of those people who is like a rose planted in the concrete. They're yes. going to grow and they're going to give beauty to things around them. So super grateful to have met her and, and all the things she's doing for not only Corner to Corner, but her and I as friends. Yeah. How did y'all meet? We met through Will, our former executive director, who's now co-founder of Corner to Corner, a nonprofit here in Nashville. Um, knew Ellie and, and kind of just knew her around and she heard about the work that we were doing. And so he was like, y'all have to meet. And when we met, it was like instant friendship. He left and went to a meeting. We chatted yeah. for an hour. And it's really funny that we we on the surface don't have a whole lot in common. You know, she's a musician. She has children. And I, I like country music well enough, right? I live in Nashville, <laughs> so I have a little touch of it. But we just have so much, you know, internally things that we connect on and just excited about the work of the Lord and asking questions. And I'm like, did you see this? Did you watch this? Yeah. And her album has been such an amazing touch point for me yeah. in, in the last year in the pandemic. And you're asking these questions that you never really had time or maybe space or the courage is probably a better yes. way to say it, to ask about yourself and the world and how God's hand is in all these mm-hmm. things that feel so big. And yeah. so it really has been a blessing to me as well. So that's how I met her. But then, you know, she stuck with me forever. She likes <laughs> it or not. Listen, that is why you and I are going to be friends, Shana, because we're both the people that are like, hey, I don't know what you think you signed up for, but I'm yeah. not going anywhere. Right. So you're stuck with but me. I signed up for eternity, baby. That's it. Let's do that's this. It. You know, even in heaven, I'm going to find your that's house it. and come over for breakfast. Listen, I saw some <laughs> friends just this weekend that are newer friends. And the guy said, oh, I'm sorry we don't have more time. And I was like, like, oh, are you thinking this is our only time seeing each other? Because right. we're just getting started, my guy. Like, you hey, aren't even ready. You need to buckle up. That's buckle it. Buckle up. That's it's it. Happening. That's exactly yes. right. Shayna, will you kind of tell everybody what Corner to Corner is? 
I would love to. Um, Corner to Corner is a faith-based nonprofit here in Nashville where we help, uh, well, we do a couple of things, right? We have amazing programs, but really our mission is is to eradicate economic and educational inequities. We want to create that equity right here in Nashville and our surrounding cities. So we do that through these two programs. One is called Script to Screen, where we help kids fall in love with literacy through making their own movies. But the one that I think really resonates to your audience is going to be called The Academy. The Academy is a 10-week program where we help black entrepreneurs plan, start, and grow their own small businesses. And since its inception in 2016, we've graduated over 500 black entrepreneurs. And in 2021 alone, they put $10 million, yes, $10 million back into the neighborhood economy. And so we're growing in that. We're, we're asking the Lord to lead us in more amazing ways and really making sure that their businesses flourish in our economy right here in Nashville. So that is a corner to corner in a nutshell. But I mean, we have so many more things going on. So we would love for people to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, you know. Yeah, we're going to share all those things. And for our friends listening, for them to tie some bows together, Ellie's involved. That's how you and I are friends is Ellie introduced us. And Will Acuff, Mm -hmm. that is one of the co-founders, is our friend John Acuff's brother. So for everybody yes, to put yes, together. Yes, I, yes. I love when my friends become friends with my friends. And so I like when yeah. everybody knows that there's a bunch of ties in our friendships. So, yeah. And it depends on who you, uh, who you ask Will or John, which they always say that they're the better. <laughs> better depends on the day. They might be the better looking one. They may be the taller one, the smarter one. They, they constantly, you know, and if you listen to a bunch of podcasts where they have yeah. that overlapping, somebody's going to say that they're the yeah. better something yeah, of an right. ACA, you know? But personally, you know, the youngest A-cuff is is my favorite A-cuff. So they both lose in that department, (laughs) but it's okay. (laughs) What made you get involved with Corner to Corner? Yeah. Because you were a lawyer. I think everybody should hear you. Yes. (laughs) I was a healthcare lawyer. And so I guess really what... I will step back a little bit into when I first started practicing law that I kind of catapult the conversation of how I got started with Corner to Corner. And I think everybody has this feeling, right? When you're new to a field or a job, I started practicing law when I was 24. And so I was the youngest person at, I worked for the state of Tennessee, the Healthcare Finance Administration. And so I was a younger person in my department and everybody was, was nice and welcoming, but I really didn't have community. If you ever get a doctor degree or really go deep in something and maybe have a baby, right? You feel like okay, I was asleep for uh, three years and I woke mm-hmm. up and the world moved on and my friends mm-hmm. were married and I was still trying to figure out who I was as a young adult with this now degree and yeah. kind of professional responsibilities. And so a lot of people who worked with me, they were married. They had children that were like toddlers. And I was yeah. like, I just want to hang out on a Saturday. And it was hard for me to find community there. But what the Lord uncovered to me was people were gravitated to me because of my fashion, because of my style. Yes. So I would wear, yeah, I would wear, you know, pink and red and heels and I was still in that phase I was super excited about getting dressed for work and everybody else like black brown gray and they were like it was a joke you're like y'all are not ready for me they they I mean all I had was time and money so I shopped a lot (laughs) that's it welcome to being single here's the two things you got time and money And so I go out and I was shopping and I buy new things. And so it was like the running joke that daily with people to come to my office to see what I wore. And then they would show me things that they bought. Oh, I bought this new scarf. I went on vacation. My daughter bought me these sunglasses. And people were getting excited about fashion again. And so 
uh, I was like, huh, this is something, Lord, and just kind of let it marinate. Yeah. And one yeah. day I was I was doing this thing where I'm like, I'm going to get my health together. I'm going to work out. I went to the gym, and the first thing I did was get on Facebook. <laughs> so needless to say that that was a short-lived dream. Were you on an elliptical or something, or were you uh, sitting you in know, the sauna? I was, I was sitting on a not-moving treadmill. That's the <gasps> honest truth. sitting on a treadmill, Shana? I was sitting on <laughs> I was like, I need to get a good playlist going. And oh, then I went from, gosh. at that time it was Pandora. I don't even know if people remember that, but it was, Pandora was the playlist yeah, thing at course. that time. And then it moved. And then some kind of way I got on Facebook, which is how life happens. <laughs> and uh, I saw an ad from Mignon Francois, who is uh, Nashville famous, but really successful uh, internationally business owner she owns the cupcake collection and she was talking about this business program and for a hundred dollars you can learn how to start a business and the lord just gave me an aha moment really so i I text the number which i thought was this really official number and it turned out to be will's cell phone (laughs) and i texted him and i was like hey i want to be involved in this program i got the last c he actually tried to tell me he was sold out Uh -uh. but i was like um no i texted you last night you just didn't respond till today <laughs> the lawyer and me negotiated my way into this class that's it that's it so whoever texted you know, whoever texted him that morning without a look i don't know who it is i'm sorry for you <laughs> that's right but i had texted the night before so you know you're like check the time stamps okay give me the receipts okay submit that's them right. to the court may that's it please right. the court <laughs> So, yeah, I I negotiated my way into the last seat in that class. And honestly, I found so much more than I was looking for. Yes, I found the business and I have a business called The Fashion Chase and it's going really well. And but what I can follow you on Instagram, too. Right. Yeah. If you're into clothes or you just want to see what I wear to work some days, everybody in my office is like, where are you going? I'm like, here. I just have nowhere (laughs) to wear these pink platform heels. So they're wearing them here. Say your Instagram account again. The Fashion Chase. The fashion chase. Okay, I'm I'm literally yes. typing it in right this minute. Come on and follow me, fashion friends. Chase and uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving that and growing that. And sometimes you pour so much into other people's businesses, you're like, oh, let me let me go back. I have mine on autopilot. Let me go back and infuse yeah. some creativity, which is my goal this year as well. We're gonna get there in a minute, but you got a yeah. major promotion at Corner to Corner, and you've decided this yeah. is the year you're gonna put back into fashion chase. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I Shana. decided if the Lord didn't want me to have a husband and kids, he just wants me to work all day. <laughs> We're uh, not speaking that. So We're not speaking that. Well, fun work, right? Creativity is yes. fun work. Yes. And so I'm going to work on Corner to Corner, which also is really fun. And it's stretching me in different ways. I, I got promoted from the director of the academy, which is the program for entrepreneurship, to the executive director of the nonprofit. And yes. so I am working out new muscles, leadership muscles, understanding the board and getting some different mentorships. And so that's exciting and yeah. a little scary yes. if anybody's ever been promoted or stepped out on something different. But the fashion chase has always felt like home. And so it's, it's more wow. so of a thing of like, if someone has a hobby, if they like to sew yeah. or if they like to run, then you know, kind of, even though that is work, it's more so feeling and reminding you of, of skills that you have when on certain days you feel like, I don't know how to do any of yeah. these things. yeah. But the Lord has really been faithful in that. Well, okay. Talk about that for a second. So having hobbies and having like a a thing you know how to do is actually helping you with where you feel unknown at work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about entrepreneurship and and why black entrepreneurships and black businesses are so important is because a lot of times people look at black communities or minority communities and think, 
oh, they're resource deprived or they don't have this or they need that. But God has given us all skills, talents, and passions that he did not need help giving us, Mm. right? And that are being honed and used in kind of that backseat, behind the scenes kinds of ways. But we encourage our entrepreneurs to step out on the things that you have. And so if you have a hobby or if you have a talent or a skill, yeah, it's absolutely something that you can turn into a business. Because if you like to cook, I can guarantee you. (laughs) You have a client in me. Not me I too. Hate to cook, right? <laughs> and then in fashion, I thought everybody loves clothes. Every yeah. girl likes to shop. That is not true. Not true. I want to look right, but I don't know how to pick it out. Right. And finding your personal style and finding how you feel the most powerful and how you show yeah. up in the world is a skill and a muscle mm-hmm. that I've been so um, gifted to help people discover in new and exciting ways. Yeah. And that's with any business, a podcast. You think everybody can talk, everybody can go out and eat, but to really be able to pull people in and explain what you're doing and to change their minds or spark curiosity, that is a skill Mm -hmm. that, as you've done, has has grown businesses. And so that's what our entrepreneurs are doing as well. I'm helping them see and that they're also discovering within themselves like, oh, wait, what I'm good at is not common knowledge. It's not something that's basic. It really is a value, a value add to our community and to our economy. And so it's been really fun to model that and then to speak into that for other people. I'd love for you to tell the story about the woman who started the notary company. Because that, when I heard her story, I thought, wait, she had a skill that she didn't know Mm -hmm. everyone else didn't have. And she saw a need that I've never seen. And I didn't know if that's probably, honestly, well, Shana, I should also just say here, I'm probably going to ask you questions and say things that may not be worded perfectly, but I'd rather ask you the honest question and you correct me. So it may be a privileged point of view that I never knew you needed notaries like her company she created. Like that's never oh, been no, something. That's not privileged. This okay. You, I think it's such an adult thing. Is is one of the you're like, like Annie. It's not privileged. It's just grown no, up. So you need to grow like, up. It's so, no, it's it's that you ha- the things you hate because you don't need a notary until you need a notary. Yes, you know. Yes. So will you it's explain like what she doctor. created? Yeah. So her name is Adrian Bowling. She has a one mobile notary, and she was a notary and and just kind of a people called her. She would notarize this and notarize that, but then she found that people were calling her and needing notaries on demand and and people, especially during COVID, but she started this before COVID, but if they were sick, right, yeah. they needed a notary to help pass on their house or their legacy or a lot of real estate agents needed notaries and there was no notary on demand. You would go and say, hey, I need a notary. They're like, come back tomorrow between 2 and 2.07 yeah. when our notary is available. And you're like, yeah. no, that doesn't work. And so she <laughs> created a mobile notary, the Uber of notaries. You call her and either her or someone in her network will give you a time similar to Uber. They will come. They will notarize whatever you need. I mean, she's notarized things in the parking lot. She's notarized things in the COVID wing. She's notarized things for government agents. So from any gamut, we need notaries. Legal documents need them. And so sometimes if you don't really interact with those type of documents, you don't even know what it is or what a notary is, but it basically makes sure that you have a witness and that things are are done properly based on whatever rules or, or legalities that you're following, depending on the, the industry. And so her, she started corner to corner with the business. She had the mobile notary and she was making about $30,000 a year. So obviously still in the side hustle phase. But after taking our class, 
teaching the foundations to entrepreneurship, she was able to make $80,000 in that first year and build a community of notaries, educating them about the professionalism of a notary because they teach you how to notarize. But as any in any industry, it's it's actions and professionalism and and follow up, things like that, that you really have to get under control. So she's amazing. She's one of our favorite graduates. And then also, I shouldn't say favorite graduates. They're listening. You're all our favorite. (laughs) All of you guys. All of you guys. Yeah. All 500 of you are our favorite. (laughs) But she also is one of our facilitators because we believe that the facilitators in the classes should be about 10 to 20 steps ahead of the people enrolling. And that's really, really important and intentional because of this fact. If Oprah was going to open a business school, we would all sign up. It'd be great to have Oprah as your teacher, but she does not know Facebook ads. So (laughs) you're going to ask her a Facebook ad question and she won't know. And that's no disrespect to Oprah. She has people. I don't know. have people. I don't know how to do Facebook ads. Yeah. Right. We have people, but I know how to do them because with corner to corner... We're running them, and yes. we have someone who's kind of giving us some direction. And but I'm 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 looking at the numbers, and I'm understanding, and I'm like, okay, people click out this this quickly. What are clicks? What does that even mean? Yeah. And so if you have somebody who actually is about ten to twenty steps ahead of you, they can a help you avoid the pitfalls, but b they speak the same language that you're speaking as you're starting your business. And of course, we want our entrepreneurs to grow and kind of max out. And we have million dollar people who have made million dollars in our program. Oh my gosh. But really what's important as facilitators are saying, I see where you are. I've been where you are. And these are some skills that can help you catapult forward quicker. So really yes. building that community and that neighborhood. How do y'all find students? Where do they come from? They, honestly, they find us. It's, it's a hybrid. I shouldn't say that. So we do a lot of Facebook ads, but 65% of our students that enroll are from word of mouth. So our wow. alumni are telling people, like, D- walk, run, do not yes, walk yes. to this program. And so we do TikTok. We have a lot of TikToks. Yes. Um, and that's kind of a growing feel for us. And honestly, the TikToks and things like that are bringing people from outside of Nashville's interest. Like, hey, I don't live there, but I see you're virtual. And that's really fun. But we do maintain a focus on our Nashville neighbors. So we have partnerships with everyone from government agencies to other nonprofits to schools that really can filter people in. We have a really robust social media presence. And then you probably, if you go anywhere at a market or a church function or yes. cookout, we're probably there yes. just to make sure we get the word out on on what's available in our national neighborhoods. Yeah, I think it's really cool because I will notice the neighborhoods where a lot of your students live and grow yeah. up are around me. And then yeah. I will see y'all in grocery stores. And then I'm like, oh, there's yeah. corner to corner, like corner to corner yeah. right here. Because because you see in every person who's walking into that Kroger, you see a potential student who might be an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. And if not them, then someone that they know. I mean, our ages, you know, we talk about customer a lot, but the people who are interested in entrepreneurship really does run the gamut between our youngest has been about 13. We have oh had three 13 year olds uh, across the years enroll. And of course, their parents are, are active as well. And then our oldest was 72. <gasps> and she said, yeah, she said, I've raised my children. I've, you know, fed into my grandchildren. I've worked jobs for the necessity of it. I'm on a fixed income. But now it's time for me to do what I love to do. And so she was a seamstress her entire life. And yeah. I tell you, she can sew like nobody's business. Yeah. But she was really interested in geology, um, genealogy, rather. And so she started just on the side doing things for her pastor and her friends. And so she's still growing that business. That's not a multi million dollar business. And that's a challenging industry. Yeah. But the point of what I'm saying is that 
We ask our students to define success for themselves and find whenever in their life they want to start that entrepreneurship journey that we welcome them. And so places like Kroger's and places like after school programs where the parents are picking up the kids. Also places like markets where other entrepreneurs are already selling their products or services. They really all have a different audience that kind of filters into a corner to corner of the academy. And everyone y'all serve is black. Uh, basically everyone. Our, our target market is black. We have had some people who identify as non-black graduate, but that's a pretty small number. So 88% of our graduates are black women. Um, oh my and gosh. So, and the, black yeah, women. And the, not, and the high 90s are just people who identify as black generally. Yeah. 88% are female. Yes. 88%. And let Shana. me tell you why that's so important. Because Goldman Sachs did a study. We love Goldman Sachs. And they did a study about black entrepreneurship. And so what they said firstly was that about 13% of white men own businesses. And so if we all can understand that the system was set up for the success of white men, then 13% is basically going to be the the average, the goal, the G-O-A-L, the goal that we're aiming towards. And only 0.8% of black women own small businesses. And so it's like 12% of men and 0.8% of black women and not even 1% of black women, not even 1%. And so our challenge as someone who has a heart and a hand in entrepreneurship and black women are leading graduates, 88%. We're asking the question of why, what is it? We, again, we know it's not lack of talent, lack of drive, lack of knowledge, lack of desire. Where is the differentiator coming? And so our job is to constantly ask that question and to see it from different vantage points and then to eliminate those barriers and to create those on-ramps to opportunities for all of our neighbors to thrive. I am blown away by that stat. That is unreal. That is unreal. It's crazy. Less than 1%. Yes, I'll I'll send you the link if anybody's interested. Yeah, we'll share it. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that there was a huge gap and we tried to say that. And when you say it, people are like, no, but I have two. I know two black women who have businesses. And I know five white, you know. But right. when you look at the stat yeah. nationally, it is gut-wrenching to say. I mean, it's not even close to being equitable or equal or whatever word people prefer. It is grossly inequitable. Yeah. And the question is why? why? And if we all ask ourselves the question, I think that we all can get to an answer. And we all have a small part to pay. Like, it's not that we're asking your listeners or any one person to say, I have the answer. Right. But we all have things that we can do to bring it back closer to the middle. Hi, friends. Just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible partners, KiwiCo. I love the way that the new year gives us all, including the kiddos in our lives, a fresh start to discover new things about ourselves and our interests. With a KiwiCo subscription, your mini BFFs or the kids in your life can make new discoveries all year long. They can explore things like the engineering and mechanics behind everyday objects, the science and chemistry of cooking, geography and culture from new places, and brand new art and design techniques, all through seriously fun, hands-on projects. Y'all know I did a Kiwi Crate with some of my dearest mini BFFs. I loved how each of their personalities came out. Like one of them loved getting out the supplies and organizing them and reading the directions. And one of them loved the actual building part of the project. And one was like the encourager championing them through it all. It was so fun. They were all so proud by the end when the robot actually set out the dominoes just like it was supposed to. Here's the thing. You have this special place in the lives of kids you're around to encourage them to be innovators and creative thinkers with KiwiCo. They're going to learn new skills and 
and make cool connections that will allow their confidence to grow. And maybe the best part, KiwiCo does the legwork to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. So you don't have to think it up or gather the supplies. You just get to spend quality time tackling the projects together. They've got different crate lines for different ages. So there's something for literally everyone and there's no commitment. So you can pause or cancel anytime. Redefine learning with play and get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code that sounds fun at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com. And the promo code is that sounds fun. And I love that I get to tell you about another one of our partners, Liquid IV. Listen, y'all know how we feel about Liquid IV around here. Taking good care of ourselves and staying hydrated isn't a new goal for us around here, but it's definitely one that we are carrying over from 2021 into 2022. Am I right? It's a good thing we've got our friends from Liquid IV in our corner. One stick of Liquid IV mixed in my water bottle hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV has so many awesome flavors like, oh, tangerine. I love the tangerine. Lemon lime, strawberry, my tried and true favorite, acai berry. And it's one of those things that just has all of us around here at Downs Books and the That Sounds Fun Network just making sure it is part of our daily habits. And when I use that energy multiplier, you guys, watch out. Watch out. I am ready to go. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's non-GMO, and it's free from gluten and dairy and soy, so no allergies to worry about. And it's that cellular transport technology that gets all the good stuff absorbed into your bloodstream and very quickly. You can grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Shana. I'm going to ask a question that I think we'll leave in the show, but if it's a terrible question, we won't. Okay. <laughs> so I've started two companies. Yeah. Have I done something that's made it harder for a black woman to start a company? Have I done something to help a black woman start a company? Have I been a neutral force? Wow. Okay. That's a great question. I think it's necessary for us to talk about, and it may be a, a different long conversation at a different time. You're like, Annie, we're going to go eat lunch in here. and I'm going to tell yeah, you the whole thing. Let me thing. throw this nugget in here. I, I think that there is a misconception that entrepreneurship is a pie, right? And that if you take two slices, yeah. it makes the pie smaller for other people. And that is absolutely not true. Okay, good. You can start a thousand companies and there is still room in theory, right? For every black woman who wants to start a, a company to start a company. Mm -hmm. And so what we're not saying and the message that we don't want people to interpret or perceive or kind of create in their head is that, if they have, I cannot have. Therefore, I'm choosing between me and them. And most people always choose themselves. Right. We are asking you to say, care about your own financial future, right? That's a biblical principle if we want to even take it that deeply. The Lord yeah. says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes. So you must first love yourself, start your business, check your bank account, make yeah. sure your kids are educated. But our request is that you then open that circle of love to your neighbors. Mm. So if you care about your kids' education, look at your kids' school and say, what does this look like in the neighborhood education? Even if they're not my actual next-door neighbor, they're kingdom neighbors, right? It's a yes. bigger neighborhood. Yes. What does that look like? If I have two businesses 
What am I doing to help other people? Do I have a pipeline to help other people? Do I have scholarships? Am I marketing to radio stations that black people listen to? Am I marketing to places where people who have different abilities, you know, live, work and play? Am I saying it in Spanish? Am I really trying? And of course, you can't do all the things. You can pick one avenue and really amplify that. And so for us, particularly as black entrepreneurs, it's the avenue that we've chosen. And so we say Annie Downs has a great program and she has a scholarship and now you send it to us and you put it on black radio and you send it to black pastors and you make sure that that community where they are, they don't have to come to you in order Mm -hmm. to understand what you're offering. And so I don't know if I can answer the questions for you particularly, but if people in the audience are thinking, am I helping? Am I hurting? What can I do? I'm not saying don't do what God has called you to do. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying that do what you're supposed to do and then say, how can I then open this to other Mm -hmm. people in a a small way, in a big way, Mm -hmm. in a financial way, in a share my knowledge way? There are always ways to give back and not in a savior way, not in a I know all the things sit at my feet and let me pour into you. But in a I have things to offer. You have things to offer. Let's work together to making the yes. community or the industry that we want to see. Yes. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm excited about that you and I have talked to a little bit about is thinking yeah. about future students that are coming in that want to write books or want to do podcasts yeah. or or just want to hear from another woman who started businesses. I'm like, Shana, I don't know everything, but I'll come sit. I'll come sit hey. and I'll be friends. I'll tell I mean, them which microphone to buy. <laughs> <laughs> you know more than enough. I mean, even knowing what, this is my first time on the Riverside, which is the software, I guess you guys use. Yeah. I don't even know the right yeah. word. This is my first time using it. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Never heard of it. What made you choose that? Maybe I can share this with some of our podcasts. So we have a few graduates who have yeah. podcasts about sports and, and things like that. And so maybe that's a good next step for them, right? You, yeah. don't, you don't even know what seeds you can plant. Yeah, because you have so we all have so many seeds inside of us. And to remember that we all have them. It's not just people who you see and you decide are, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. successful. But we all have them because there may be someone who can talk about balancing motherhood or fatherhood and and their business. That is valuable to a lot of our students who are majority of them are parents, which is why our classes are at night, because they have to get their kids and make sure their kids are are fed and have their sports you know, football or whatever. And this is just a part of their family rhythm. It can't eclipse that. Yeah. So just small things like that really make a difference. And when you think about these 88% of the women who are making businesses, will you give us some other examples of the kind of entrepreneur businesses that are beginning? I mean, $10 yes. million dollars back into yep. the, I mean, that is like, they printed money practically. They took money that <laughs> did not exist in, yes. in that community and they put $10 million into it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I'll talk about a couple of people that have graduated that we love. And then we'll also talk about some challenges that we are trying to address right now in this pandemic. I don't even know the right word. Yeah. It's not post pandemic. It's not yeah. the beginning of it. We're still figuring out. Yeah. You know, at this point, yesterday I heard of what? Florona, like flu oh, and, and Corona. What are we going to do with this? So what are we going to do with this? We got to pray. We need the Lord. We need the Lord to stop this thing. Trust, we are praying every day at 11, every Monday, 11 o'clock. So y'all, y'all set your calendars because our team is like, Lord, we need you here today. 
But we have amazing graduates. So one of our 88% our women is, uh, her name is Jay, and she has glam her hair addiction. And basically it's a natural hair care product for particularly black women or people who may have similar hair types, a curly hair type. And she went through our program. I was actually blessed to be her facilitator, and I was really excited about the work that she was doing. And and all of our students using our staff, like, this is great, right? And so she heard about this opportunity that Walmart were supporting local entrepreneurs in their local Walmarts. So she applied. She went on there. She applied. She filled the application. She got rejected. She was like, oh, "Oh, man. You know, they told her a couple things to tweak, and she figured out some holes and some other people who may have, have gotten it for different reasons. She went on and applied it again. And again, and again, she applied for this five times. Each time she's iterating, each time oh. she's changing some things, each time she's she's tightening it up. That the, is so the, heartbreaking. Um, that is a lot it of is, times. It is. It's uh. a lot of times, right? But resiliency, resiliency is necessary in business. You have a lot of people that say, it's so hard to start businesses. Are you sure they can do it? I'm sure they have resiliency. Yes. They have ideas. Yes. They ha- they have what it takes. And and then they have the, the formal training through the academy to understand the business world intimately. Yes. But after five times, Annie, she was accepted. She got an email that said, congratulations, you are accepted to our Walmart, a local business program. And she went and she got this. She didn't tell anybody. Oh. She got a sign. She got a sign printed off and no. put it in her front yard. Oh my if gosh. you guys watch our Academy graduation, yeah, our Academy graduation was November 17th. We did a live. You can probably find it on our Facebook. I'll okay. try to pin it if I can figure that out. <laughs> or I'll send you the link. But we have yeah, the picture sure. of her and the sign. Uh-huh. So our kids come home from school one day and, and, and that day and they're like, Mom, what is this? Yes. And she's like, guys, I was accepted. And they were like, Mom, you are not telling the truth. You are not <laughs> accepted to Walmart. Like, stop. <laughs> And she went on her computer. She pulled up the acceptance letter from Walmart. And her kids were like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. And her kids her kids will tell you before she does. Uh, You'll say, hey, how you doing? They're like, my mom's in Walmart, right? They're so excited. And really what that does remind us, not only resiliency, is legacy building. Businesses are legacies. Yes. It's community. Yes. It's future. It's like planting that mustard seed, right? It's going to take some years to grow. It's going to yes. take some years to sprout. Yes. But your grandkids will see the fruits of that mustard seed. And so right. Jay was one that we're really, really excited about. So what does that mean? Does that mean she gets mentored at Walmart? Or does that mean they carry her stuff? What does it end up meaning? They carry her products, yeah. So in a local Walmart, so not nationally, but the local Walmarts have local businesses. And so they carry it on That's Walmart.com. Cool. And I think in one of the local Walmarts in what Nashville. Is it she I can't makes? remember which one. She has hair, hair care products. Hair, hair, hair. You said that. You said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And is it like liquidy things or is it like extensions yeah. and wigs? No, no, no. It's like a, like a shampoo, kind of shampoo, shampoo okay. Coke, shampoo. Okay, we shampoo might, stuff. we'll try to find it and link to it if it's on walmart.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't think dry shampoo. Let me take that one back. I think we're kind of talking about that, but I think it's just shampoo, conditioner, and like a cream okay. um, that she makes for, yeah. And so we'll, I'll try to find it and, and link to it too. Yeah, yeah I, I know yeah. it personally, so I get it from the source. <laughs> but yes, that's yeah. right. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to pay the Walmart markup on right. it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see if she'll give us a code for our people. Yeah, like, yeah, give us yeah. a little personal code. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you it. always can visit our website, but that's so exciting, that's right? Because Walmart is a place where people are wanting to try new things and yes. find new places. And especially if they're they're local, they can really yes. connect to your community. And so that's that's one of our women graduates. But then our, our one of our favorite and earlier graduates is is Marcus Bugs. I should again, I say favorite all the time. I don't mean it that way. Friends. You can enlist anybody, no. and they're going to be your favorite. There you go. There you go. Everybody's my favorite. I love you all. 
Uh, but Marcus Bugs is the owner of Coneheads. So if you're in Nashville. Oh, I and love I, Coneheads. Yes, it's Coneheads. And Marcus was actually one of the first graduates of the academy. And so we have a, a saying at the academy says, start small so you can start now. Yeah. We tell people all the time, you want to be the next X, Y, and Z, but you have yeah. to start really small and invest and learn and iterate and pivot. And so Marcus did just that. Marcus had a catering company and he catered and he kind of figured out what people were liking and what food that, he, you know, people were really drawn to. And then he found that when he catered, a lot of people wanted hands-free food or grab and go or these kind of quicker foods, yeah. but they liked the soul food part of it that yeah. he made. And so he ended up in, in creating a waffle cone with chicken and it's like a chicken and waffles, but it's one that hand you, hold you can walk in your around. Hand. You hold in your hand, like an ice cream cone with chicken, and it has sauce on it. But you can walk around and you can talk, and you won't like kind of be bogged down by the whole plate and fork experience. And so that's really fun. And so we but would it love still tastes incredible. I mean, it is like it's incredible food. Yes, yes. So I always make him cater. I'm like, can you cater this? Or do they do the <laughs> catering? But he doesn't mind. But it's always like, we need this here. So if you ever go to Coneheads, tell them Andy Downs, the corner to corner, sent you. That's right. Say hello. But um, definitely just an amazing experience and really shows when people kind of lean in and, and try the things yes. that we're teaching, how it can grow exponentially. And if you're listening and you're not in Nashville, maybe you're in a small town, you don't really understand how hard restaurant real estate is in Nashville. Yes. So to have a restaurant, and actually he has two, He's open, he opened one more last week <gasps> um, called Plain Plain Jane. Where's that? Uh, it's a, a it's right behind Coneheads. It's okay. actually a cocktail lounge. Let's but, go. Yes, we should go. That's our next our next trip. That is our next trip. Let's yes, get some Coneheads so that we have yes. all the sustenance we need. Food. And yeah, then we go. Go yeah, I'm so, holding you to that, Shane. I'm holding you to hey, that. Hey, you don't have to you don't have to twist my arm. I wouldn't do it on a snow day like today, but <laughs> no. other than that, Oof, I'm in. Woof. Yeah. I know. And so that's really exciting if to get not only one but two locations. Yes. It's such a big feat in Nashville and says so much about the work that he's doing. And he actually sponsored 15, last year, 15 entrepreneurs, food entrepreneurs to go through the program because he said that's wow. how much he believed in it, that if they couldn't afford it, he paid for 15. And some of them are actually students or people who worked at his restaurant. And because he, he doesn't want some wanna, of his employees some to of his employees. Corner to Corner Academy. Yeah. Wow. And you know, the thing about having your employees work there, obviously that shows that you are invested in their dreams yeah. and you're not trying to hold them hostage to things that matter to you. And it also creates a, a dynamic of trust within that. But they also understand now what it's like to be the boss. So they're, yes. they're not as quick to throw this away or to use this many stickers or to, you know, because they understand that right. everything is money. They're handing out two uh, napkins so, now instead yeah. of four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, every day I go to the Chick-fil-A line, I, I'm wondering about, I'm like, they have the money, but to give 29 sauces for eight nuggets <laughs> just feels like we can tighten this up just a little bit, Chick-fil-A, but hey, it's working hey, for them. So let me not right. end up up there their pipeline but as someone who has a small business i understand that these sauces are money they're money yeah that's right hey friends just interrupted this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our amazing partners shopify did you hear that? That sounds fun. It's the sound of another item sold on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. 
Shopify gives all of us entrepreneurs and business owners the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and stay up to date on all of your numbers. Scaling your business, trust me, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed. We've been using Shopify as our main e-commerce selling platform for over three years now, and we love it. That's right. If you've ever bought a sweatshirt or a book from shopanniefdowns.com, that was through Shopify. They make selling our products online so easy, and we love all the tools Shopify gives us, from tracking our inventory and sales to adding apps and customizable templates to our store for the best possible customer experience. With their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, you can reach customers online and across social networks, including Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest and more. And they provide tons of insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and all the really important data you need to keep up with while you're making these decisions about your business. Trust me, I love the data. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. There's virtually no limit to the possibilities powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash sounds fun, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash sounds fun right now. Shopify.com slash sounds fun. I'm thinking about our snow day we're having today and about the pandemic. How do stops like that in work? Yeah. How do interruptions yeah. like that uniquely challenge our black entrepreneur friends? Yeah, absolutely. It is a challenge. And I think that that's an important question. And I'm grateful that you asked that question because we all know how it affected the bigger economic mobility of small businesses or even larger yeah. chain restaurants yeah. or our businesses. Yeah. But even more so, 41% of black businesses closed for good in COVID. 41%. Yes. Oh that's, that's a national number, not just in our Nashville neighborhoods, a national number. But that's a big deal because there's a lot of history, a lot of legacy yes. that was lost. And it was lost for a, a number of reasons. The first is that they had a hard time getting the PPP loans. There have been so many studies out, and I, I can't quote them right now, and I want to be genuine to their findings, but they just found that that wasn't an avenue. They didn't have the resources. They didn't have the banking relationships because you had to go through a bank. Yes. And so yes. many of us, if you think about, do you know the, your banker? No, you, you put a check on your phone mm. and you take money out when you need it and you don't understand the importance of that bank relationship. And so if it hasn't been initiated and you are just figuring it out, nobody's yes. told you that you yes. don't have that banking relationship. To be able or to if get you've that had loan. the same business for 50 years and you've never had to have that kind of relationship. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh, man, and even our sad. older, our older businesses all are into interpersonal relationships. So a lot of them are in neighborhoods. So they're used to people walking down or right. students walking across or things like that where they see you in person. Where if you cut off that in-person pipeline and they don't have that online presence, they yeah. really suffered a loss, a hit. And and with their um, employees as well, they now had to lay off or furlough or whatever the pipeline was for them. All yes. of the employees that worked in person and they didn't have those Gosh. online skills. And so what we did at Corner to Corner, we instantly were able to, A, pivot our classes online. We pivoted from in-person to online in three days. Oh, wow. So there was no, yeah. Now, trust me, I didn't sleep for three days. But <laughs> You're like still recovering from March 2020. I'm still, right. I'm still trying to take a nap. But we got those businesses open. 
all of corner to corner things went online. We had ten classes that went from in person to virtual in three days. And keep oh in mind, Nashville, we also had a tornado the week before. Oh yes. So our friends listen and know because Cross Point Church still isn't all the way better. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had the tornado. It literally our old office. The whole building is gone. We used to work out of a place called the Lab on yeah. Jefferson Street. It's, it's all the way gone. So we had to find a new location to work. We wow. started working remotely. Church of the City was so great to let us kind of squat with them as we were trying to get some internet and issues and things like on. But we took all of our classes online for three days, and then we immediately started teaching our students how to build a Shopify class. And wow. so we have Shopify classes right now. Twenty one businesses at the end of the year, December seventeenth, launched the Shopify wow. business through our class. And so we're doing those pretty often. We then talked about how to make social media, how to do video. We taught a lot of classes on our Facebook about how to pivot quickly. And so we wanted that to be something that our students had firsthand knowledge, that digital first model. But it really was challenging because a lot of our markets and our businesses we're used to that interpersonal and just as a culture, that is a cultural distinction that we do want to go touch and see and feel yeah. and talk to and create community with. And so when that was cut off, we all were really trying to scramble about how to still have that interpersonal experience, but digitally. And yeah. I don't know if we've figured it out perfectly, but we really are moving in that way. And our entrepreneurs are doing a great job. Yeah. I'm really making that part of their mission for their business. Yeah. Okay, and Shana, tell me, you said you were going to mention some of the challenges y'all are facing and what you're seeing, some roadblocks maybe. Yeah, I think that first one, the digital first model, is yeah. one that is a, is a roadblock, and we're constantly asking people to connect with us who have that type of expertise. So if anyone's listening, I'd love to get an email from them, Shana yes. at cornertocorner.org. Another challenge that we have, though, is the the access to capital. That piece, when they are ready to get money and have access to capital, there is a big push towards equitable lending practices and things like that. But we're not there yet if we want to be really honest and transparent about the experience of entrepreneurs. And so what we've done at Corner to Corner, again, we believe that we want to be on the forefront of problem solving as well as bringing in other people who are experts to really help them figure out how to to move in that way. What we've done is we have a program called Academy Invested. And we give anywhere between $250 and $1,000 of a 1% interest loan. So a small interest loan. We're teaching them how to repay. We're helping them understand what some of the contracts are. We're then building bridges to other banks that then are saying, oh, okay, I see what the work you've done with Corner to Corner, your repayment. I see they've given you a letter of recommendation. Let's work together to really understand what that looks like. And so we've given Uh 12 loans out under Academy Invested. And we are hoping this year, honestly, our year... Our goal this year is $50,000 of small interest loans. And that's important because it is infusing capital at the beginning. If we all think about our business, what could you have done with $1,000 to then get that running? Is it ads, right? Is it ordering those books that you don't have to do pre-orders because you have them on hand to get that customer service going? Is it drop shipping? Is it what Jay did, who also received $1,000 because of that Walmart order and ordering, okay, Walmart said yes. Now I have to get all these things. I got to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're net what, like 90 or something like that. Right. So they're not giving you money today. They're giving it to you tomorrow and helping you kind of get that cushion. And so we've been so excited to help our entrepreneurs do that. But then also having conversations with really open and available bankers and, and loans to say, hey, these are some practices that we want you to look at. We want to do our best to be prepared as well, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's on all of us to do to do our best. But then we also want you to look at similarly situated people. 
what percent have gotten that loan who are non-black versus black entrepreneurs? And then really having open conversations about how we undo the, the kind of conveyor belt that has been created. One of the areas of learning for me over probably the last three years has yeah. been the historical generational advantages mm. and yeah. that, that oh, yeah. are sometimes based on race and sometimes based on socioeconomic, how your grandparents had money, but even just that yeah. my grandparents own land. And therefore, my pet, you know, like even yeah. those kind of things. I mean, I'm sorry to tell you, Shane, it was a newer thing for me to learn. No. But watching entrepreneurs that are my peers that are mm-hmm. non-white struggle with things that I didn't struggle with right. because of generational advantages, not just yeah. Annie went to University of Georgia advantages. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think people may have a misnomer about privilege and they think it's like, I'm white, but I was born in this place or I didn't have this or I took out loans to go to college. That's great. And and we understand that. But the privilege is not necessarily an advantage. Privilege could be that you don't have a disadvantage. So mm-hmm. if, if, if a lot of women are listening, then you may understand men get up and they put on a button down shirt, they put on a blazer, they walk out the door, they barely comb their hair. As women, right. how much time do we think, is this too much cleavage? Is this too tight? Where am I going? Is it going to be mostly men? Is it women? Is this? You think of so many things about yourself before yes. you even show up to the world because of things that society has built. Well, think about that times a thousand, right? Yes, and yes. so you you want to say, and, and even the way that you speak or what your name is or how you present or the things that you like or the station that you listen to. When people ask like, what did you do over the summer? Or what did you do over the winter break? And some people are like, oh, me and my family went skiing, no big deal. You have to think like, that's a very expensive trip, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that for you to be able to do that, it doesn't mean that you don't have challenges or you don't have heartbreak or you don't have money questions, but it just gives you a different perspective. I always think of Home Alone yeah. and I think of like, not only did they leave their child alone, but how could he afford a trip for nine to Paris? Like, wait, <laughs> Question that, number one. <laughs> why are you even gone? How can you afford to be gone to then On leave Christmas. your child at home? Right. That is a privilege. And so it doesn't mean <laughs> that really you funny. are bounds ahead. It just means that you're not behind based on things you can't control, such as yeah. race or gender. When you say that, what it makes me think of is how I give the guys on the teaching team at Crosspoint a hard time because they don't ever buy a new shirt when they're teaching. I <laughs> always buy a new shirt when I'm teaching because I'm yeah. like, no, it's different for me. Y'all don't understand it's different for me. I mm-hmm. have to think about 18 things y'all don't have to think about before I walk on stage. Yeah. And I've never, I, I've given them a hard time, but as you're telling me this, you're teaching me that that multiplied times a lot is yeah. what some of our non-white friends are experiencing. And when they're trying to build businesses or get a degree or get a loan or get a house mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, exactly. I mean, it's, it's so many things. It's like, because I woke up today, things are not in my favor. And if mm. that's not your experience, um, and it, it shouldn't be anybody's experience. It's not, it's yes. not, don't hear, I wish people understood what it was like in the sense of, I also want you to suffer. I also want you to feel less than here. I'm happy that that's your experience. Yeah. And the, the way that we're working towards is that to be everybody's experience yeah. because yeah. you really can't win. You know, I jokingly say you can't win away or win a race that you started before everyone else. You won't know if you're the best if you started first. And so really, you as entrepreneurs, we should want it to be equitable because when I say I'm the best, 
it's because I know that I'm the best. I know. Yeah. When LeBron or when Kobe or whomever is your favorite sport, when they say they're the best, it's because they know. They played yes. against the best. They played long enough. They played hard enough. They've taken losses. They got the stats. They know they're the best. Yes. If you yes. start the game in the front, you you don't really know if you're the best. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and so it's right. That's why it should be important to all yeah. of us that there's a, a equitable experience amongst yeah. entrepreneurs. I'm thinking of my friends. I know we have a couple of friends listening that have chronic illness. So it's even disabilities, no matter sure. your your race or gender, there's disabilities where people wake up and they are disadvantaged from the moment they wake up Absolutely. because of something in their body. And so for those of us who are able in a lot mm-hmm. of ways to just be more, I mean, I won't speak for anybody else. I want to be more thoughtful when I wake up in the morning of for what sure. I Absolutely. am able to do. And how I can step in and help. So for our friends listening that are, I mean, we have people across the globe listening. It's not just like the Nashville sector, though. I hope our Nashville friends get real involved. What can we do with corner to corner if we live in Boise, Idaho, or if we live in, you know, Guatemala, or if we live in England, what do we do? First of all, shout out to Boise, Idaho. And there's somebody, and there's like, somebody who cares. You. If you're listening, then this is for you, right? The Lord meant me to say that. That's right. Amen. Amen. I'll accept that. And so I think it's a two, well, I know that it's a twofold kind of approach. The first is going to be expertise. So if you're a subject matter expert or if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an accountant, a, a banker, a bookkeeper, bookkeepers are so hard to find. Just if you're a bookkeeper, really? you are a unicorn. Yes, they are so yeah. hard to find. Everybody has the same bookkeeper, which means it's only one of them. Which like, means they I don't have time. Guests. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we have <laughs> guest speakers who come in each week, oh, wow. virtually and in person, and they talk about their subject matter expertise based on what we're teaching that week. So we would love for you to sign up. You can do it virtually in person. We would talk to you about it and kind of get you involved, let you know how our volunteers, to help you really understand who we are and our mission and how our volunteers operate and get you connected that way, firstly. But secondly, we've had all these conversations and we haven't shot around the fact that this is all about resources. Put it in resources to create resources. So as an entrepreneur, if you hear somebody say, you can give $100 a month, and have a $23,500 impact, you would definitely invest in that. That's what we're asking our monthly givers to do, to give $100 a month. And have Are you a, telling me that's the turnaround? If oh, I yeah. give $100, that your entrepreneurs are going to make $23,000? Yes. And it's going to create that? Dude, yes. $100 that is a, a good month. stat. And that is to support one entrepreneur. So our entrepreneurs for the class itself only pay $140. That's the cost of the book. We pay for everything else. It takes us about $1,200 per person to graduate them from our 10-week program. Keep in mind that we also have an alumni program that gives them pro bono legal for a year, a certain amount of We give them accounting, certain specialty classes, Shopify, the invested program. So we have about 8 to 10 programs that they don't pay for. Wow. It costs us. So if you invest $100 a month, that's for one entrepreneur. It allows us to really bleed into and When I say lean, bleed, give everything into their yeah. business to help that grow. The impact of that $100 a month is $23,500. That is, <laughs> I mean, I'm leaning away from the microphone because I'm yeah. leaning back <laughs> in my chair of going, that is amazing. So we can do that from yeah. anywhere and be a part of that. Anywhere. And I assume yeah. a bunch of the, I'm sorry I didn't look before, but I assume if no. we go to Corner to Corner's website, we can see some of the entrepreneurs and what they make and sell and 
Yeah, so we're actually under a website revamp. So our actual website, which is cornertocorn.org, you can learn more about us. But we do have a drop down that talks about, I want to say it's called success stories. And we also have one that says directory. Or you can do cornertocorn.com slash directory. And that gives you a, a short list of okay. the products based. So we do have some that are service based. And so um, we're still figuring out how to how to best market those because it's not something you can order, you know, and, yeah. and get home. Yeah. But we have our success stories on our line. We have our directory online. We have our philosophy online. And then also we post so much on our social media. So if you really want to just kind of get a daily infusion of joy and creativity and laughter, inspiration, and then learning about yes. our entrepreneurs, that probably be a great way as well. We work on our LinkedIn, so if you're a LinkedIn buff, I know a couple of those people are listening. <laughs> you know, viewers with caution, we're still learning. That's a new terrain, yes. but we try to put some things out there for our entrepreneur circles who are just interested in the businesses that are, are coming out of the academy. Brilliant. Shayna. Yes. I, I mean, I am just, A, I'm so thankful that Ellie made us friends because I'm like, she's the best. I'm in on you and I'm in on Thank corner you. to corner. Come and I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm excited that there's a financial way I can help, but I'm yeah. also excited that like what I've learned could help change a family's lineage. Like, yes. It could really help. And and I get to make new friends. I get to make yes. new friends in my town. Exactly. I love it. So, I mean, we also always talk about legacy in some kinds of ways, right? And, and a lot of conversations around elections about what's our American legacy or what's our history yeah. or what kinds yeah. of things happened with us, to us, for us, about yeah. us, by us. And so today is the day that you get to now create that new history. You yes. know, if, if you don't like what happened before, if you can look back on your family lineage and say, yeah, we, we probably were part of the problem. We were probably out there picking it outside the little, you know, ruby yeah. bridges. I'm not sure. proud of that. But <laughs> what you can be proud if we, of, If right? you saw your family in yeah. Forrest Gump, you, your, uh, you got yeah. something to do. <laughs> we always joke and was like, this is somebody's grandmother. They're not going to own up to it. But she belongs to someone. Way, right and she's <laughs> mad but you know and that's part of it and that it is what it is we should absolutely address it and talk about it bring it to the forefront lament as christians and things of that nature yeah. but you get to decide what your family's legacy would be in the future and you get to decide what your community yes. looks like and what your economic ecosystem around you looks like who you support who you celebrate who you uplift and, yes. and thought word and deed in, in yes. your prayers and your actions and your purchases and where you spend your money um, and so we know that Corner to Corner is, is good ground and it's a place that has a proven track record of success. So if you and your family are saying this year we want to be more philanthropic, this year we want to see, open that circle of love, right? Mm -hmm. Care about your own financial future and your neighbor's financial future. But you want to do it with people who are tried and true. Corner to Corner is a great place. And again, $100 a month can yield $23,500 of impact. So you don't have to question your impact or where it's going or you know that you can see it right right in front of your face on Instagram every day. Unbelievable. Okay, we're going to link to all that. But Shayna, we're going to get personal for it. I've kept you longer than I said I would. But one of my favorite no, things is if a single person comes on the pod and there mm. is a world where she would like to meet someone. Uh, is that In this world, okay? Yeah, the okay, okay, world. good. <laughs> Who are you looking for? How can we help you find him? Let's resource you in a lot of ways today. I, amen. Okay, well, listen, it's... <laughs> This is an interesting question that I'm, I'm always like, I don't know how to answer this, but I'll just tell you some things that I like yes, and then sure. we'll, we'll see if we can wrap it up in a nice bow. Obviously, God fearing it and, yeah. and that they are, are driven by God. And I, it's really important to me because I've been studying a lot about, you know, 
us being submissive to God and that we yeah. all are submissive to someone. And so yes. as a single woman, you hear the conversation of submit, submit all the time. But I think that that's a, the Lord is asking us all to submit. And so yes. who we're submitting to and that he is that's submitting good. to God in a, in a substantial way. And, and again, not just words, but the action part. Yes. Fun and funny, likes to have fun. The Every time I think I want to move from Nashville, the Lord gives me a new job or promotes me. So I'm here. <laughs> I am okay. here in Nashville. I won't even tempt him that way. Yes. Um, if I keep playing, he's going to like make me the the mayor or something. I'm going to make so, you the mayor of Nashville. You just yeah. hang on. We're about to make you the so, mayor. Yeah, here we go. Right. So Nashville base will be, be great if the Lord, okay. if the Lord provides want children. I'm not, okay. I, I want us to have the conversation of kids Sure. and, and has hobbies. I like hobbies. I like to do things. And it's, it's hard when you grow up to keep ha- hobbies yeah. or to hold on to friendships. Yeah. And so him being really intentional about that will mean a lot to me because I know how intentional it is for me to hold on to friendships and yeah. hobbies. And you know, if we want to talk about like celebrity crush, oh, age, yeah. I'm 32. Okay. Uh, so I mean, so that's the window somewhere yeah, think, around there. You know, somewhere around there. And you're, if you're in your 20s listening to this, sir, <laughs> unless you are really, really on your game, yes. you're not quite ready for a 32 year old <laughs> lady. Okay, we we have a different level of I want that 27 year old to bring yeah. his biggest flexes on hey, this because he's flex like, on me. Oh, you I think love you ain't ready? You th- okay, celebrity crushes. I love to be surprised. But yeah, I think, and really working in some way in that passion, right? It doesn't mean that your day job has to be full on passion but if you love basketball and that's your passion in some way you're really living that out because I think so much of our talents are in the grave yeah. as a society yeah. and I, I want to die mm. empty I want the Lord to say she has nothing yes. else it gets time for her to come on yeah. home yeah that's and right so I always say I want the Lord to need a Sabbath after I get there because he's done hearing me pray for stuff he is tired <laughs> you feel me yeah uh, so he's like finally <laughs> Yeah. He's like, okay. Celebrity on, crushes. Who is it? Yeah, I think, I think it's a, a mashup. I, I like, I like Michael B. Jordan. He's, I think, sure. intellectual. I like Trevor Noah because he is just honest yeah. and it just is what it is. Right. He's mm-hmm. like, this is, this is what it is. Good, bad, and ugly. And I yeah. think he's cool and, and funny. And then I like Asan Minhaj. He used to do the okay. Patriot Act. Yeah. He, yeah. He has a, I mean, he's still quirky and, and always talks about like this Indian uncle kind of vibe that he yeah. has, which obviously I'm not Indian, so I'm just getting the the context clues. But he still has his own personality and swag and and laughter. Again, okay. I like a balance of like smart, intellectual, but still really just fun and silly. And that's that's what I am. I, I think if I he already has kids, are you okay if he already has kids? You know, we could talk about it. Kids, okay. Are, okay. kids with an S is is a responsibility, <laughs> maybe a singular <laughs> child. I mean- <laughs> Okay, so the 27-year-old with one or less kids is who we're looking for. <laughs> okay, I, I'm fine with you being in your 30s. 30s bring a different yes. level of of just like, all right, yeah. I've done the thing. I yeah. It's too cold to go out. If you feel that right. way and I feel that way, I'm happy about it. That's it. But also not like a super homebody. So I don't okay. know. We... Okay. We're, you know, I'm not a nomad. I know I met guys who like want to live here and then move it in a year to there. And I'm like, settle down. Okay. No, you're like, I'm, I'm done I with that. I can't yes. keep it. I have too many shoes to pack up every year and like live in England <laughs> and then move to Australia. You know, I'm fine about vacationing there, but yes. I just want you to just settle down. So, okay. Yeah, so we're just going to start, I'm going to start really thinking about, I've got, I've got a couple of men floating through my mind. So there you we'll go. Just... If you're listening or you have a son, yeah. we should have a, a, a a very wholesome, less dramatic love is blind. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, we're less gonna work dramatic, on that because it got kind of too many tears. I can't yeah, too I can't much. Take it. No, I'm not interested. Yeah. Shayna, thanks for making time to do this. Is there Yay. anything we didn't say that you want to make sure we say? 
Um, you know, I think we said it all. I, I am so excited Amazing. about you getting connected. I'm excited about the people in your audience Damn. wanting to learn more. What I hope that they get away from this podcast is obviously learning about Corner to Corner. That is my job. But more yeah. than that is a curiosity to say, I hurt myself in this piece. I want to look mm-hmm. into this more. I want to lean into this more. And to be able, again, to see all of our neighbors as a part of our our family in a sense of an ecosystem yes. and, and a kingdom mindedness. And so loving you, yours, your family, yes. your finances, checking your bank statement three times a day, but then mm-hmm. thinking, I wonder <laughs> who else I can, I can help with this obsession about, yes. you know, family education and things like that. And I like the idea of just adding to our brains as we're making our weekend plans. Are we going to any businesses that are owned by non-white people? Yep. Today's a national holiday. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Are we going anywhere yep. this weekend? That that was owned by someone who isn't white. And that may be really easy in your neighborhood and you may have to think a little bit. But I I just like, let's just be thoughtful. Ordered online. Yeah. You know, I saw this thing on Instagram, which is interesting that says, we as a society has to say this, that black businesses are not just for black people. And, Mm. And you would think, oh, you know, most black businesses are patroned by black people, but that's not true about non black businesses. Versace's demographics racially are all across the board. Yeah. Walmart and the people who are, if you're not black, your business are, are patroned by everybody, including black people. And so we have mm-hmm. to change the way that we see black entrepreneurship, supporting black businesses and really giving back to our communities in, in ways that are substantial. Yes. My brain thinks my little comparison is male authors and male podcasters have men yeah. and women in their audience, but everybody women. assumes women authors and women podcasters are for women. Yeah, it's like, like no, we got a girl boss. No, I'm like, yeah, you no, just, just got a boss. Yeah. Just a boss, yeah. And, and yeah. you happen to be a girl, and there's no shades of girls. Like, That's listen, right. I'm a girl, I'm a feminist, I'm all about it. But I think when we all start rethinking the boxes that yes. we put each other in, then we can really get the best what we need. Because sometimes, you know, you may have to just go ahead and get the black hair care products if your hair is a similar texture. It is what it yeah. is, right? That's right. That's or right. If, you, if you're biracial or things like that, you have to say, I'm not interested in staying with mm. whoever I have because either my mom used them or my friends use them or it's part yeah. of our trend on TikTok. I need to go <laughs> where what works best for me. And so that yes. could be a really diverse array of things and that our businesses offer quality experience, yes. successful tried and true products and services that can really expedite whatever you're looking to grow and and move in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shana, you're brilliant. Okay. The last question we always ask is because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what Mm -hmm. sounds fun to you. What sounds fun to me after this break is going to a movie alone. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Without my, I'm here with my nieces and nephew and it's, it's not, it's PG-13 or above. I want to uh-huh. see that movie. That sounds fun to me. What sounds fun to me is working towards the goal of making Nashville the number one place for black businesses to start or grow. And particularly yes. I'm biased because I do have a business. And so I was saying, like, how can I make that really pop? And yeah. what also sounds fun to me is I am in a, a personal style revamp. So, oh. yeah, deciding, you know, who I want to be. On my own terms, fashion-wise, is really fun. Yes, girl. Oh, okay, dear everyone, with your single male friends, Mm -hmm. just get ready to watch this revamp. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been a professional for so long. I still have, like, dress pants. I'm like, I don't even wear this to church. Why do I have this? (laughs) And so now now it's time to just be who I want to be. 
Yeah. Depending on how I feel when I wake up in the morning. So that sounds yeah. fun. That sounds fun to me too. That's good. That's good. Shayna, thanks for doing this today. Thank you. Good to see you. Oh, you guys, isn't she amazing? Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And so is Corner to Corner. Be sure to check them out and the great work they're doing. Find out all the ways you can support them at cornertocorner.org and give Shayna a follow and tell her thanks for being on the show. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is being warm. I would like to be warm. I know that Nashville does not have the winter that a lot of you guys have, but we've had like more snow than I ever signed up for. So what sounds fun to me is being on the beach. That's exactly right. So you guys have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with Gary Lavox from Rascal Flats. That's going to be fun. We'll see y'all then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.